Earthbed Muscle is a grassroots supplement company created by some of the best strength coaches in the United States to provide their athletes with wholesome supplements. Earthbed Muscle has changed the supplement industry with their minimal ingredient approach to sports nutrition. Dane's platform is also brought to you by the Acceleration Diet. The Acceleration Diet is a customized weight loss program catered to each individual, their needs, and their schedule. Accelerate your metabolism today with the Acceleration Diet. Finally, Dane's platform is also brought to you by Holistic Encapsulations. Holistic Encapsulations provides organic hemp extract with an incredible 27 to 1 CBD ratio. Loaded with CBDs, hemp extract has been shown to decrease anxiety, have a positive impact on cancer, improve sleep, improve brain function, and decrease inflammation. Head over to HolisticEncapsulations.com today and get on the path to holistic recovery. Alright, thanks again to those awesome sponsors, Earthfed Muscle, Acceleration Diet, and Holistic Encapsulations. Now, how sweet is it that I'm down to 235 today? The first time I've weighed 235 in, what, six years? So thanks, Acceleration Diet, with that. And tonight, we are doing a full-blown episode based around casein products and zinc absorption and calcium potentially blocking the zinc absorption. Um... And this is all in relation to uh, Earthfed Muscle with Nocturnal, and Nocturnal is our casein protein and ZMA Advanced. Okay, so we want to, we got a lot of questions this week from the Earthfed Muscle Instagram and on Facebook. We got emails regarding all this stuff, and thought it would be pretty cool and unique to just go over um, some of the, the science behind uh, casein products that we've released and, and the ZMA and the, and, you know, a lot of people are posing questions such as, Hey, Dane, or Hey, Earthhead Muscle. Like I've read on a forum that, um, zinc could be blocked by calcium or I've read that calcium is zinc's antagonist, which is not, it's copper. Um, I've read that cal uh, casein protein can have a negative impact on zinc absorption. So we got a couple comments about all this stuff, and instead of just pretending that we aren't actually getting these comments, we decided that it was a good idea to put these comments on uh, a little spreadsheet, and then I could address them by going to PubMed and you know looking through the the PubMed you know entire database of, of research and see what the the science has out there as far as, you know, casein products and casein protein and what casein protein does to the gut health and, and gut absorption as far as um, zinc and calcium is concerned. So I figured I'd start that off, you know, give a little bit of an introduction and then go into the six studies that I found that are in favor of what what we're doing here and what we're trying to accomplish with Earthfed Muscle, which is provide the absolute best um, products on the market, the healthiest supplements on the market, and um, in turn provide the best recovery. And so what we want to do is provide science that backs up our our you know, goals and science that backs up our products and science that backs up who we are and where we're going and where we're continuing to, to, to go with our supplement line and, and where we will continue to develop with our supplement line. Um, okay, so here we are. 
I've got six studies all related to um, casein. So this is nocturnal. Just released this on Monday. It's live up on the website now on earthfedmuscle.com. Uh, dude, the, the label's awesome. Chrissy did a great job. It's sweet. It's, you know, nighttime. Looks like you're stargazing up in northern Europe, ready to watch the uh, northern lights. And then, in turn, this will also be about uh, zinc, magnesium, B6, in our analysis and what we found as far as uh, what studies we found and and you know what people what people's perception is on internet forums and what they're they're reading in one or two blogs and then what we found in peer-reviewed journals. Um, so I want to get started on this. <clears throat> and to get started, the first the first study I want to go over, and if you guys want to chime in on, on Instagram, feel free to just, you know, ask questions or tell me I have no idea what I'm talking about or whatever. I, I have no problem with any of that. Uh, but I want to go over first. This is a, a from the Journal of Pediatric Gastroenterology. And this is a a study from the late 90s and it's done by Hansen, Sandstrom, Jensen and Sorensen. So I'm assuming that you know it's quite fitting that this looks like we're in Norway staring at the northern lights because it seems that this first study that we're going to go over is from uh, northern Europeans. I don't I don't see what it where who exactly what what uh, university this is from, but to start off, we're going to go over casein phosphopeptides improve zinc and calcium absorption from rice-based but not from whole grain infant cereal. Okay, so what does that mean? So casein phosphopeptides are phosphorus-rich peptide fragments of casein protein assumed to contribute to the high availability of calcium from milk. Um, so that's, you know, the beginning of this and it's, you know, the effect of casein. They basically go through this you know, study and they go over what is the effect of uh, casein phosphopeptides on calcium and zinc absorption in infant foods. So that's sort of like the background is this study is going in depth and seeing what does casein do in infants as far as how, what is its impact on calcium and zinc absorption. Um, and to just go over the results quickly here, there was from rice-based cereal fractional Calcium absorption was not affected by CPP, casein phosphopeptides. Um, fractional zinc absorption as well as total quantity of zinc absorbed were increased with the addition of CPP, which is casein. Okay, So with the addition of casein, nocturnal, zinc in turn, the total quantity increased with casein. Absorption of zinc increased in turn with casein phosphopeptides. Again, uh, this is from the Journal of Pediatric Gastroenterology. Um, and the conclusion of the study from Hansen, Sandstrom, Jensen, and Sorensen is that casein phosphopeptides, the, the addition of casein phosphopeptides improved calcium and zinc absorption from rice-based cereals. So another question that we had actually had was about calcium and what not only does casein, but does calcium have a, neg a negative impact on zinc? And this study alone, just this study here from the late 90s, is actually addressing that calcium and casein both improve the calcium, or both improve the zinc absorption. 
So, you know, we can we can adjust that. That's that's study one. Okay. Well, this will be backwards if I show that to you. So study two. I sort of like this study. It's pretty entertaining for me because it's the zinc binding capacity of yak casein hydrolysate and the zinc releasing characteristics of casein hydrolysate in zinc complexes. So this is from professors Wang, Zhou, Tong, and Mao. And, you know, clearly they're of Asian descent. Um, but the American Dairy Science Association must have paid them to do this or, or bought this because it is from the journal Dairy Science. It's from 2011. Um, and clearly in North America, no one's really consuming yak casein, but uh, it's still a, a ruminant. Yak, a yak is a ruminant. And it, it's going to, you know, the casein is going to be almost, you know, very similar to, uh, you know, to a cow or whatever that we have in, in North America, cow or goat. Um, but most people are consuming you know, cow casein here. So what's the abstract? This basically goes over, you know, what is the bioavailability, what is the bioavailability of dietary zinc? And it can lead to low availability in some food systems and, and thus lead to zinc nutrient deficiency. However, some pr proteins or peptides can form complexes with zinc and increase its absorption and increase bioavailability in intestinal conditions. So the purpose of this study was to de determine the zinc binding activity of casein hydrolysate and examine its stability, solubility in a simulated intestinal environment. So they, they take this... The, the casein and they simulate a, the gut flora and the gut environment and they want to see what that gut flora has and what that impact has on um, the absorption of zinc and, and how does it improve. So what they ended up doing is they would take um, things like pepsin, trypsin, uh, alkalase, and papain, which papain is like a, it, I think that's how you pronounce it, it it's uh it's a protease, so it digests protein. Um, you can find it in the pulp of a pineapple. Uh, you can you can find it in papaya, which is where that you know papain comes from. So it is it is good. You know some some chefs use it. They'll use uh, papain to to like tenderize meat. They'll put they'll put pineapple or they'll put papaya in with ground meat, and it'll it'll make it very very tender. Sometimes too tender. Um, if that's in there for too long. So they ended up using these different um, proteases and, and other things to sort of simulate the intestinal environment and then to see what that impact has on the gut flora and how it has and then what it has on the zinc absorption. And they you know they go through how they scan the zinc and all this stuff and what they found is that Using trypsin and pepsin and papain, the casein hydrolysate combined with zinc. So casein combined with zinc, this complex actually leads to improved bioavailability of zinc. So based off of a you know Journal of Dairy Science in 2011, it was found that casein hydrolysate combined with zinc led to an improved bioavailability of the two of zinc okay so again that's this, that addresses the second issue um, does casein have a negative impact on 
Does casein have a negative impact on zinc and zinc absorption? Does calcium have a negative impact on zinc and zinc absorption? And so far, we have not seen any such thing based off those two studies. One from 2011, one from 99, I believe it was. So let's go to another one from the, the Journal of Pediatric Gastroenterology from 2000. And this is a study done by Krebs, Rodinger, Miller, and Borschel. Okay, so the study is, is called Zinc Homeostasis in Healthy Infants Fed Casein. Pretty simple, right? Okay, so what's the background? The results of the earlier non-quantitative studies suggested that absorption of zinc from casein formula was inferior to absorption from a cow's milk-based formula. So the objective of this study was to compa compare the net zinc absorption, and then they go through how they're going to do this, and, and they, they analyze fecal excretion of the infants so that they can see what happens with casein. Um, so the method is they... they they feed these kids uh, zinc and the casein to see, and then they want to track the zinc as it passes through their, their gut and then into their, their fecal matter. And so what are the results? So the mean fractional absorption of zinc from the casein hydrolysate formula was actually double that from the cow's milk-based formula with a correspondingly greater total zinc abs absorption as well. So total, total zinc and fractional absorption of zinc were both significant, were you know, double the amount than in, in compared to just the cow's milk-based formula. So the conclusion is that the retention of zinc appeared to be adequate to meet the needs for growth during feeding with cow's milk-based formula and was even more than adequate with during the short-term feeding with the casein hydrolysate. So the casein hydrolysate actually performed higher than the just strictly cow's formula, um, which is again showing us that casein does not have a negative impact on zinc absorption so let's do that again nocturnal does not have a negative impact on the absorption of zinc okay so that's the third study and so now this goes back into more of the zinc and its zinc's relationship with um, calcium and aren't they antagonists and things like that so what we need to remember is that when these minerals are digesting in the intestine um, actually calcium and zinc to an extent will fight for the same absorption rate in the blood but not the way that copper and zinc do so copper and zinc are actually uh, antagonists as far as I understand magnesium and calcium are are more related okay when they're fighting for getting into the into the bloodstream and we also need to remember this the, that the body does not work in absolutes so even if they are fighting over a certain um, pathway into the cell membrane your body still is going to absorb it there might be a little bit less or there might be a little bit more of something else but it'll still absorb so even if people you know they're saying these things but I've shown from the previous three studies that it's completely false they're saying that casein may have a negative impact on zinc absorption which it clearly does not based off those three three studies I just cited even if it did you would still be absorbing more zinc it's not an absolute where it's like oh it's completely shut off the body's not going to absorb any zinc at all um, so here we're going to go with the journal 
Oh, I wish I would have printed this whole thing up. But it, this is from, I don't know what the journal is. It's from Spencer, Rubio, Kramer, Norris, and Osis. The effect of zinc supplements on the intestinal absorption of calcium. So what is the effect that zinc has on the absorption of the mineral calcium? Okay. Um, calcium and zinc may compete for common absorption sites. A study was carried out on the effect of a, pharma, a pharmacologic dose of zinc on the intestinal absorption of calcium in adult males. So what they end up doing is they, they analyze a moderate zinc uh, diet, and then they analyze a higher zinc diet, 140 milligrams in a day. And they also compared that to a normal calcium intake of 800 milligrams per day. So calcium absorption studies were carried out during the normal and high zinc intake by using an oral tracer. So they go through this whole process of how how they use it and then how they analyze it. They analyze it through urinary and fecal excretions. And the study has shown that during zinc supplementation, so while the body was being supplemented with zinc, that the intestinal absorption of calcium was significantly lower during a low calcium intake than in the control study. So when, the, when calcium was low in the diet and zinc was high, the calcium absorption was lower because they were on a low calcium diet. Okay? During a normal calcium intake of 800 milligrams per day, which in our casein we have 184 milligrams, just in the casein. Um, during a normal calcium intake of 800 milligrams per day, the high zinc intake had no significant effect on the intestinal absorption of calcium. So these studies have shown that the high zinc intake decreased the intestinal absorption of calcium during only during a low calcium diet, but did not have any effect on the normal calcium intake. So if you're taking zinc, you know, if you're taking ZMA here, and you're also consuming you know, 600 to 800 milligrams of calcium, your body will fully absorb the 600 to 800 milligrams of calcium, and it won't be negatively impacted by the zinc, and you will still cons and you will still retain and absorb the zinc as well, based off the study done by Spencer, Rubio, Kramer, Norisinosis. Okay, so this is that's the fifth study that shows that zinc and calcium don't have, you know, as long as if there's a a normal intake of, of zinc and a normal intake of calcium, there will be no negative impact. And that calcium or casein and the calcium in casein will not have, in turn, a negative impact on zinc absorption. So these are just, again, we're just going over questions that were asked on, um, on the EarthFed Muscle Instagram about casein and zinc and what could happen. And, and I guess somebody wrote a blog like 10 years ago and it's been passed around forums and um, people are misinformed about it and I just I thought it would be a good idea that we go over some of the science that backs up what we're doing uh, because everything that we're doing is is you know scientifically researched it's developed by myself it's developed by another strength coach Jason Kusick of Ironclad Training and he's one of those guys that knows he knows the body inside and out and we feel that at EarthFed Muscle, we feel that everything that we're creating and producing has to be scientifically backed and it has to be top-notch and we want to provide the absolute best products for everybody. So, final one, and this is something that, this, this sort of tops everything as far as um, 
what needs to be remembered when you're dealing with um, with minerals and vitamins and proteins and fats and carbs and all these things is that there is no, again, there is no absolute. There's nothing absolute in your body. Everything, you know, sort of works depending upon what your body needs. And this study is, is why I picked this out. It, it shows this, and it's the effect of vitamin B6 on plasma and red blood cell magnesium levels in premenopausal women. Okay, so there's not much here to do with, um, with calcium and with zinc, but why did I pick this out? And, and this is a study done by Schwartz, Abraham, and Lubrin. And so what they found was the, the abstract of the study was that the effect of 100 milligrams of vitamin B6 twice a day on plasma and red blood cell magnesium, okay? They wanted to look for that effect. And so we've got B6, um, 10 and a half milligrams in here, and we wanted to show how B6 can have a, a positive impact on other vitamins and minerals, okay? Which is why ZMA works very well, and especially why ZMA Advance works well, because we actually added in some other things that work synergistically together. Um, with the choline, the pantothene, and uh, the vitamin C. Okay, so if we get if we get through this study, the effect of vitamin B6 on plasma and red blood cell magnesium. So low red blood cell magnesium uh, during the control period following vitamin following vitamin B6 administration. Okay, so B6 administration, which could be you know from ZMA. The mean plasma and RBC magnesium levels were significantly elevated. Okay, so they didn't, they weren't even, they weren't supplementing magnesium. All they were doing was supplementing B6. They weren't supplementing magnesium. And even with just supplementing B6, the magnesium levels still went up. Okay, which is great. So that's really good for us if we're taking ZMA because we got zinc in there. And zinc can have a positive impact on magnesium. But B6 has a great impact on on. Uh, magnesium and magnesium is the mineral that you want to use that is like the best mineral to use for calming down your nervous system for for relaxing you and getting you ready for a really good night's sleep okay so let's go back to this let me see where we were following vitamin b6 administration the mean plasma and rbc magnesium levels were significantly elevated with a doubling of rbc levels after four weeks of therapy so that's awesome these results support the postulate that vitamin B6 plays a, fundament, a fundamental role in the active transport of minerals across cell membranes. So, again, there's more to the story than just casein blocks, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, and I had asked uh, Incredible, and you and I had a pretty good discussion on the, on the Instagram. I thought it was very productive, actually. I was quite happy about it. Was that there was a couple, you know, there was a blog or something, and there is a study that showed this, but, you know, where, and, and you were asking, where, where were we getting our science from? And, and I think we backed it up, especially tonight, uh, going over these studies. And I think it was, it's important that we, we put out there why we're creating these products and then how these products, in turn, how do these products work? Because, you know, uh, Ryan Negevin, you just, you just signed in. If, if you go back and you watch the whole thing, you will see where casein, that casein and calcium do not have a negative impact on zinc. And in fact, zinc can increase calcium absorption. And casein and zinc have, have a very good 
uh, relationship together as, as hokey as that sounds. They must communicate really well. Um, and now when you factor in vitamin B6, when B6 comes into play, B6 helps transport minerals across cell membranes and it increases magnesium levels without even supplementing magnesium. So in our, you know, we've got, I want to see exactly how much we have. We have 450 milligrams of magnesium. Yeah. And if you sit there and go, okay, we're getting 450 milligrams of magnesium, but based off of this study, B6 boosts magnesium levels without even, without even supplementing it. So now all of a sudden you're supplementing it and you're taking B6 and you have the zinc in there. And as it's been shown in the, the previous studies, casein has no negative impact on zinc absorption. Now we're looking at your body's getting the zinc absorption. It's getting the casein absorption. And again, it, it all goes back to what happens when zinc, you know, your, your body raises it with testosterone levels. We've got vitamin C, which is anti-inflammatory. We've got B6, which helps with cell membrane, uh, with transporting mineral, minerals across cell membranes. Um, and then all of a sudden, plus the casein now with the testosterone going up, protein synthesis is more effective. And then casein is dumping slowly into your bloodstream over 8 to 10 hours. And then because of the, the improvement of protein synthesis, now we're looking at a much better night's sleep and a much better night of recovery as well. So that's the whole thing is like zinc, the ZMA advance is having a positive impact on your sleep, okay? And it's, and it's improving your sleep quality, which in turn, by using nocturnal and having that casein and the protein coming in, in turn, you're improving your recovery and your sleep as well because we've seen that positive relationship between casein and zinc. Um, I think, you know, if, if we just remember this B6 study, that it does indeed help minerals cross uh, cell membranes, then we can sit there and say, well, okay, so now it's actually also, it's B6 is also helping zinc cross the cell membrane. It's helping vitamin C cross the cell membrane. It's helping pantothene cross, cross the, the cell membrane. So it, and, and then choline is also in there, and, and choline is going to help you sleep a little bit deeper and have a little bit more lucid dreams. And now we're sitting there going, dude, everything that we're putting in this, we put in for a reason, and then science backs up what that reasoning is. Um, and, I, and I think, you know, again, it just goes back to, I know this is the third time I've said this, but it needs to be harped on, is that nothing is absolute in the nutrition world. You can't sit there and say, like, you know, the, the old thing of, oh, if I take 30 grams of protein, or if I take 40 grams of protein, my body only absorbs 26 or 30 grams. And I've had, you know, people around this area where I, where I am currently um, in Reading, Pennsylvania, say this, where there's trainers saying this to people, and the fact of the matter is, there's no absolute. Your body doesn't sit there and go, oh, we had 26 grams of protein. Okay, we're done. We're not going to use the rest of it. That's not how the body works. What happens is the body breaks it down over time, and it dumps it into the bloodstream over time, and your gut absorbs what it needs over time, and it could use out of like 30 grams, it could use 28 grams. Or it could use, you know, if I'm getting 50 grams of protein, it'll use 45. Like it depends on what your body needs and, and how long it takes and all these things. There's so, many, there's so many different variables and it depends on what you're eating it with. And it's the same thing, you know, these, 
there's tons and tons of research on different foods working well together and now we're like, we've seen this before where minerals and proteins work well together and that's why they that's why we recommend taking them together um, so again there's no absolutes if your body needs certain minerals I wrote some stuff down here so let me just read this a little <laughs> if it needs certain minerals it will get them and keep in mind that certain minerals and vitamins work synergistically and improve absorption so um, I think we we went over what I wanted to go over as far as trying to educate you know the people who are buying our protein and, and buying our supplements and trying to recover well um, so Ryan chimes in so would you recommend taking more casein protein at night so it has more uh, more to break down I think that depends on what your goals are I think as far as you know if you're looking to gain a little bit of mass and and you do want to gain some serious strength I think that there is there is value in taking you know a scoop and a half of, of casein um, I, I do think that there's value in that I think that it's if that's your goal if if you know if your goal is you're real busy like we did we did have a couple people uh, message us about they like to fast and they were saying because it's a, a slow sorry I'm making a lot of noise that's my uh, that's my funnel we have people asking you know they like to do fasted nutrition and and they fast from 8 a.m. until you know nine o'clock at night or eight o'clock at night and they said, "What if, what if I fasted with casein as my last meal because it's slow, slower digesting, digesting, and it's loaded with, you know, it's loaded with amino acids, obviously, and, um, and I actually think that's a good idea if you're into fasting. Casein's a great protein to take because it doesn't have as much of a of a glycemic response that whey protein has. Whey protein has a fairly large, you know, glycemic response. So, um, Brian, to answer your original question." Should you take more casein? It depends on your goal, and I think for you, it does. It does. It would benefit you. Will you guys come out with a thirty serving casein? And thanks again for the clarifications, uh, Bill. I'm just glad that you and I can discuss this and not get like upset about it and yell at each other. There we go. I put too much protein in there. Uh, if we'll come out with a thirty serving. That'll be hard. It's hard to change this stuff. Like, that's that's the other value of the ask the owners is that it's very very difficult to come out with products. It takes you know three to six months. Usually it's six months. Um, I I don't foresee that happening in the near future. Um, is coming out you know, right now. I think we're at like 24, 24 grams or twenty four servings. So I I don't see that in the near future, but. That's something that we'll consider where we will come out with a little bigger um, bottle the next time for sure. So we got a couple more questions. Since it digests slowly, I figure taking more casein would just give your body more to recover with while sleeping. I think I think that that, that could hold true. Yeah, I, I do think that could hold true. I also think it depends on how long you're sleeping. You know, if you're sleeping for eight to ten hours, which Ryan, you should be. I know you're working early in the morning, dude. Nocturnal is so good; it's so freaking good. 
pick it up. Um, yeah, I think it depends, Ryan. I think I think you could take a little bit more. Okay, so sh from Shears, I heard the consumption of fat along with casein can provide prolong the absorption of protein. Therefore, could it be beneficial to take something such as peanut butter to achieve a longer feed time? Okay, wait, let me go over. Bill just said milk versus water with casein. I would say milk. Um, I think uh, I think milk's better with casein. You could make like a hot chocolate out of it. Um, yeah, fat with anything, fat with protein or carbs will will prolong the absorption. You know that's why that's why it's always been known that when you're cooking like tortillas, uh, corn tortillas with lard, that there's almost no glycemic response because fat can can like settle down the 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 absorption in the in the gut that definitely prolongs absorption i would say again it goes back to what are your goals so do you want to you know peanut butter is a pretty high high calorie you know you, you have a tablespoon of peanut butter along with the casein and and it, if you're trying to bulk that makes sense but if you're not trying to bulk i wouldn't do it and that's where you can use you can use whole fat milk you know, I have 12 ounces of whole fat milk and you're still getting that fat to prolong the absorption, but you're not getting as much um, of the caloric impact as you would be getting from peanut butter. So, again, nothing in, in nutrition is absolute. And if there is any questions, always chime in. Always ask us on, on the EarthFed Muscle Instagram or on Facebook or email us anything and we will do the research and we'll try and back up what we're doing. And if we can't back it up, we're not going to pretend like we can't. We're going to actually come out and be like, dude, we, you know, we were at, we were marketing this and it's bullshit and we're not going to market it anymore. Ryan's got another question. Would you make a protein with a higher fat content in the future? Yes, Ryan, we're working on that. We're in R and D right now for that. Um, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it's pretty sweet. And that, that'll probably take three to six months. Again, we just started that when we just were, when we were in with, uh, with the pancake, with the protein pancake uh, research that we are doing, which should be out, we're hoping Black Friday. Um, but yeah, we're, we want to come out with a like a, a actually a healthy mass gainer for sure. Um, but again, if you guys have questions, comment below, comment on Instagram. I'm gonna put this up on a podcast as well, so you guys can listen to this again and go over the research if you want to hear it again in the future. And, you know, stay tuned to more SC owners. If you want to make these more interactive with, with science, we'll do it because it's, it's fun for us as well. We'll become a better company and we'll become a more science-based company even further than we are just by doing that because we take everything so seriously. We take who we're working with seriously. You know, our athletes, athletes at my gym are constantly drug tested. Athletes that we sponsor are drug tested and they, then they, and they, everybody's got to perform at a very high level. So we take all of our research very seriously and we want to carry that over to our, our products. Um, serious mass is fairly disgusting in 250. Yeah, that's pretty gross. That's pretty bad. 250 plus carbs per serving is insane. Uh, EFM electrolytes. Yeah, that we've talked about electrolytes and we've talked about intra-workout. I guess they're pretty similar, but I think I would say after the protein pancakes, intra-workouts, intra-workout or the mass gainer is sort of like where we're going next. You know, that's just, it's, we're not really sure which one, but we want to, we want to come out with that and we're going to keep developing the line and we're going to keep listening to you guys and what you guys want and what you guys think we should come out with to, 
you know, further our product line and further our company and to make us the best supplement company. Not only is our stuff whole food based, but it is affordable as well. So check in next week on SEO and it'll be next Thursday as well. Comment on our posts on Instagram, send us emails, ask us questions, think for yourself, do your research and tons and tons and tons of comments will make us a better company. Thanks for joining in tonight for Ask the Owner. Peace. At this time, we want to give a big thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in to another episode of Dane's Platform. Remember to look out for our next episode and check out our sponsors, Earthfed Muscle, The Acceleration Diet, and Holistic Encapsulations. Peace. Thank <laughs> you.